Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to episode 2 of Game & Talk. I'm your host Chris Slight. you may know me from such gaming videos as Slight Gaming News, which if you haven't seen them already, go and check them out. I'm joined yet again by Simon Chong of Headspin Media, he's turned up in Explosive Allen's homework and is an Insert Game alumni. I'm also joined by Sean Labode, who you will know from his work with True Gits and The Average Gamer. And after this little musical build, we'll jump right into the talk. talk about it so the xbox one drm u-turn change of policy all that jazz that microsoft or don matrick which i always just think of matrix every time i hear his name they came out and said that you're going to be able to use used games which you have to say use used which i don't like that as a sentence it's not a good no. sentence <laughs> no. yeah it's a, it's a it's a weird one i mean i'm glad about it but yeah, because last week I was saying, ah, fuck it, everyone's going to buy one anyway, and now everyone is going to buy one and not worry about the uh, the whole the whole thing being completely restricted, which is good. You technically say you've been brought back just so you can prove that point now. <laughs> oh, also, I can say that because you cut all the Nintendo stuff. Yeah. I loved all of their stuff, although you did put that in as a little bit. After. I did. Yeah, I put that in at the end that you love Nintendo and everything they're about. So yeah, you, you, you did. You did. Yeah. So I'm I'm happy about it. I mean, I was I was going to get one anyway. So now it just means that I can swap my games. Yay! How do you yeah. feel about it, Sean? Uh, to be honest, I was happy with it how it was originally. Um, because I don't really swap games. I'm always connected to the internet. Um, and it was kind of future-proof, like uh, Major Nelson was saying. He said, join us, we can go to the future. And now it's like the whole thing's crumbled on itself. So, so now we're not going to the future. Awesome. No, no, it's my just only, the same thing again. My only thing with whenever they say a console's future-proof is I remember them saying the PlayStation 2 was going to be future-proof with the expansion port on the back. And they were like, it's future-proof, it's going to be amazing. And it was like, oh, wow, I'll never need a console again. And now I've pre-ordered a PlayStation 4. I'm starting to think they might be lying. Have you pre-ordered one? I have. Oh, Jeez. Chris. No, I mean, I, 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 I never pre-order anything. I, I know I'm going to get one. I just turn up on the day and I'm like, hey, so give me my PS4. That's what I did with the Wii. <laughs> I, I was well, literally the only person standing outside the shop buying the Wii U. And they're like, have you pre-ordered one? No. <laughs> and you actually got one. Uh, sorry? Yeah, she got a Wii U on launch. Yeah, I did. I was there. I was on the day. It was me and a pigeon in the queue. We were the only people. And then they opened the door. And uh, yeah, <laughs> still. Like, and I was there about t- only 20 minutes before they opened and no one else turned up. And that console was like out of stock for like months, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Flipping it. Well done. <laughs> I know, thanks. I was, I was pretty sure with myself. I say, Sean, you seem quite uh, sad that I might have pre-ordered PS4. You, you, you're firmly entrenched in the Xbox world. Uh, to be honest, I've got I've been an Xbox Live member for almost ten years now, so I, I do have that kind of backing. But then again, I've always grown up with the PlayStation. So, but my my real big thing about it is launch titles and exclusives, and yeah, the X One seems to have a lot more that I'll enjoy. So, yeah, which ones, which ones would you enjoy the most? Uh, to be honest, um, any of them, because basically 
uh, it's the same things over on a on a PS4 apart from Knack, and that was it. Yeah. So so you got um, Titan for you've got your I know Halo is not one of the launch titles, but I'm a I'm a big Halo gamer. Uh, Chris, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna be cool, but I mean, I'm already set up for the uh, for the Xbox, so I might as well just make that easier transition over rather than starting fresh because I don't really use a PS3. So. I went with the PS4, I mean, first of all, because I was swept up in a big wave of nostalgia for Sony after the free press conference. I was just like, oh, I love these guys. They're looking out for me. And uh, then I sort of looked at the money and was like, you know what? That's a chunk of change, and I don't really want to connect right away. So that's Tough. where I'm saving the money. <laughs> Tough. <laughs> that is true. That is that is one thing I don't like about it, that I get that they're... It's a good play on their part with the Connect. I'm getting sidetracked a little bit with the Connect, but I'm going to run with it anyway because I'm a crazy rebel. But, just calm uh, the hell down, Chris. Yeah, I, I, I just don't care about rules. I see <laughs> really? a rule and I break it. I'm that kind of a man. But uh, yeah, it, I get that it's a good thing. It's definitely a good thing that they're bundling the Connect with it because they're going to force developers to use it by saying, well, it's there, and absolutely everyone who has this console is going to have it, and you're going to get a lot more interesting things in terms of games. But at the moment, I'm I've had no evidence as to why this is an exciting thing from them. So, and also like about eighty pounds price difference. I'm just like, meh. I'm I'm now the same as you, Simon, where I'm sort of like, I'm going to get both eventually. Yeah. But another know. another another thing that I saw today about the PS4. As that they've said that now for the PS4, you if you want to play online, you've got to have PS Plus. Yes, yeah, that was that they said that at the uh, announcement. Everyone was did too they? busy. They did. Why? Everyone I was standing up today. and cheering, but like they were too busy going yeah. But it was on the little cue cards oh. thing. I just heard that today, and I thought good. Yeah, I thought that as well. Makes <laughs> sense. They can do a better service than they currently do on the PlayStation with any luck. So and I, I hope I, anyway. I, I never, I never pay, play my PS3 online though, but. Um... No, I imagine no. if I get, but if I had PS Plus, then you get all those other benefits as well. So, I will definitely be signing up for it when I get my shiny PS4. Hmm. Now, the one <laughs> thing I would say with all this DRM stuff is, I think personally that it is going to happen either way, and I think they're both going to do it. I mean, if you look just at the music industry and the film industry and the way both of them have gone in terms of the distribution of digital content. That's the future, and if they could actually provide that properly with games, it'll work. And I think it's just like, if you compare the Xbox 360 you got out of the box to the Xbox 360 you have now, with all the extra functionality and everything they've added to it, I think two, three years, I think you just bring in little bits and try and actually advertise it in a way that uh, the consumer's going to like... Because they suddenly, I don't know why they did this, but as soon as they said, oh, we're not doing the uh, DRM anymore, they're also like, oh, also, no cloud stuff, also no sharing. It's like, but why are the two mutually exclusive? Are you angry at me now? It's like, what is, oh, well, you don't want that, dear. Well, guess what? You're not getting anything else. And it's like, oh, well, but that cloud- I didn't want that stuff. Also, I was going to say, that cloud thing is is pretty mean, actually, because they're originally going to let us uh, upload or play our games at other people's houses if it's on our cloud system and they take them that taking that away that's just a bit harsh well this is the thing and i think they are that will happen eventually i think i think it's just they sort of they stuck their head over the parapet as the company that were like you know what 
we'll do it. And Sony saw them get their head cleanly shot off and were like, nope, <laughs> we'll wait for that. <laughs> some guy and, uh, some guy doing like the, the slideshow for PlayStation or whatever was like, change it now! Yeah. <laughs> Take 50 pounds like, a massive slide. <laughs> the big guy doing a thumbs up. It's like, no, 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 get rid of that one now. <laughs> yeah. We're not having the camera in the box anymore. Forget that. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, I think Eventually, we're going to see all of those things, but Microsoft have wisely decided to maybe go, meh, maybe not. And I mean, I don't know if you remember the original Xbox, but I mean, that was released at around, was it three, four hundred pounds? And then after about, I think it must have only been half a year or a year, they cut it down to 199, because that's when I got the first Xbox, when it was cut down to 199. And you could get Halo with it in the box, which was awesome. But yeah, I, I, they might do that if if sales are affected in the way they were against the PlayStation Two. So we'll see. I do want that day one console. I don't know why. I don't even know what it looks like. I just want something. Yeah, <laughs> there is to say. Ah, day that's, one. That's yeah. I like yeah. The uh, what is it called? Uh, day one edition or something day like one, that. Yeah, it's literally just, just a don't pad. You get, don't you pad. get an achievement? Yeah, you get an achievement at zero Gs. That's so... (laughs) It's so stupid that I want it. Yeah, I know. It's a problem that I think they know we all have. They're like, well, they'll collect anything. (laughs) It's It's not even worth any Gs. No one actually goes through that list. No. Stupid. Oh, well. Admittedly, I will go through the gamer scores. And don't think I haven't done this with both of you. And uh, certain games that I think I'm actually good at, I'll just check. I'll have a look. Oh, will you? I'll go, am I better? <laughs> I'm like, because everyone's got a better game you... score than me. But I just look through and I go, is he better at me than this, though? What have I'm you like, compared oh, no. against me? Um, normally, my, my main looks are, at the moment, Borderlands 2, because I love that game. Yeah, um, you're beating me on that, surely. Halo. I normally look at the Halo games. Yeah, definitely cause... beating me on that one. I've got a, I've not got loads of G on the Halo games, but there's a few. And uh, Mass Effect 2, I've got a lot of G in that. <laughs> These are all games that I've not played. So I see how I win. <laughs> Even though I've got a lower gamer score. <laughs> That's how I do it. But have you got Avatar? No, I do not. I see that as a mark of shame. Oh, bullshit. Is that you a game where you just ram the button at the start and get yeah. all the Gs? That's exactly oh. what you do. A thousand G straight away. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been prouder. <laughs> oh wow! I played the Lost game all the way through as well. There's achievements oh, in there for 300 G. <laughs> the Lost game was actually not that bad if you're a fan. I mean, I just recently that's why, got it, that's and it why was... I played it. To be honest, oh, right, right. I'm an enormous fan. Those no. bits where you're running away from the smoke monster are fucking ridiculous, though. Oh, Although man. I was, I was shitting myself, but mainly because it's so hard to control. Not that it's scary. I just didn't know how to get away from the smoke monster. It might not be scary for you, but that smoke monster is when it's chasing you and you have to hide in those tree branchy thingies. <laughs> flipping scared the heck out of me. I was, I was playing with headphones as well, so, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a bit scarier than with actual headphones. <laughs> it's worse than Slender. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. It's just Lost is not meant to be scary and it is unintentionally it. scary. That's a, bo- a box quote for when they release it. It's scarier than Slender. <laughs> it actually is. The game of the decade edition. Yeah. <laughs> I want to Photoshop that. <laughs> Just have it. the Slender Man in the, in, the, in the trees by a polar bear or something. <laughs> Could you imagine? Riding a polar bear around. <laughs> <laughs> He's got time to relax. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to figure out some numbers. 
<laughs> do, you, oh, yeah. do you guys know much about the Ouya? No, how uh, bad it is. <laughs> There's that straight off of the. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's <laughs> just from word of mouth. I've I've heard that it's nothing cool. Um, but yeah, it's just was it just basically uh, being able to play Android games and kind of like arcade games that we would have on our systems, but just only that. So yeah. I'm not sure if it's limiting itself. I mean, you can get some great arcade games. Most of the great titles I've ever played on a PlayStation 3 and the Xbox has all been arcade releases. And yeah. isn't all the games free on the Ouya? Well, demos. Or yeah. Demos free. Yeah, the demos, they, they seem to be free. And uh, my thing that I'm wondering about the Ouya, considering it is just the Android marketplace on your TV, I'm not sure who... I mean, it was really successful on Kickstarter. I think they made like $8 million or something like that. And yeah. it advertised the thing of being like, oh, we're gonna, you're going to be free from the evil console makers and you're going to... This is going to be a completely open source console and it's going to be amazing. And then it's just sort of like, well, it's just the Android games marketplace on my TV. And I'm So not far. Sh- yeah. I'm sure they'll sort that out. What? What? I the only reason I want one is because it's got a, an N64 emulator on it. Well, and I want that. It doesn't really. You have to sort of sideload it onto it. I'd heard. That's fine. And the thing that was odd because I was going to bring that up because they tweeted the other day. They like retweeted a picture of someone playing Super Mario Brothers from the SNES, and or the NES even, and were like retweeted someone saying that and put the hashtag free your games and it was like you know that's sort of illegal <laughs> it's like it's <laughs> nintendo probably don't want you to do that or at least to advertise that like hey you can get nintendo's games for free rather than playing those chumps so it's yeah like, eh. I, I mean yeah obviously i get that there's a whole illegal side to it but the idea I'm of having one, you, little console, one little console that sits under my tv that can play all these consoles that well, I don't even know where my N64 is at this point. It's somewhere. Um, and I, I can play this also in... They just upscale it to HD because that's how the emulator works. I, that that has me sold. If I could go back and play like um, uh, Majora's Mask in HD, basically, on my TV, I'm sold. But I don't want to pay 100 quid for it. I don't know. The emulator sounds good. I, don't even, I didn't even know about that. And that sounds pretty cool. But it sounds a bit dodgy. It's, and it's just been released. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's, it just sounds stupidly dodgy. Yeah, it's the fact that it's that they're a legitimate company and they're selling this thing in retail stores, and it's sort of like you shouldn't really be advertising the illegal things you can do <laughs> with ease on your new machine. Yeah, uh, nah, I, never mind. I, I keep keep an eye on it. I think because uh, I, I love indie games a lot, like you know, Fez and shit like that. That would clearly run on the uh, uh, oh yeah i think i mean I, i'm no developer i'm probably talking bullshit but like you know little games like that are, are, i really love those sort of titles and i think the yeah mm. might be good for it depending on like to, to, to for, for more selection maybe we'll see yeah i mean if they i don't know how strongly they do this but if they foster a community of indie developers to make stuff on it i mean conceivably you could get quite an interesting indie box but so far, like I say, it's not really made a big play of that. It's just sort of been like, you can get it for cheap. And that seems to be the whole argument at the moment. I like, which... I like cheap. Yeah. Cheap and doesn't do a lot. 
But yeah, apparently it's going to have stuff like right. Netflix yeah. on it, and y- you can put XMBC. Uh, just registered you- that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was wondering if you caught my burn. I was gonna yeah, say it again, I did. But, uh... I did. I, I was just trying to remember if it was called XMBC, and then I was suddenly like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> you just burned me!" Yeah, I've been burned. I won't stand for this. So yeah, we are. I'm like I say, I'm just not sure. That I, I get. I wonder if this will be another console that you'll look back on in ten years' time in like a list of failed consoles or forgotten consoles. Yeah, I'm. Who's the Ouya kind of marketed to? Is it kids? Is it family? Is it don't know? Doesn't doesn't really I've, say anything. I've, yeah, I've not considered that until right now. And you're right. I actually have no idea who that yeah. thing is. That's the because it's like if you, you people that would conceive it would people that would conceivably want to play mobile games, but those people conceivably already have a mobile. So yeah, yeah. why would they now want to play it on a big TV? No, maybe maybe it's a good media player. Maybe there's apps for that. That that'd be interesting. Like, there will be. I'm not, I'm not into this at all. So. Apparently, but I've got, I've got my Western Digital Live box that streams yeah. all my videos. And if that would, did that and as well played games, pretty interesting. So I would now like to talk about games. What we have been playing. Me personally, because it's only one. It's the new Borderlands Two DLC, the Tiny Tina's uh, Bunkers and Badasses. Based game, oh, it's so good. I've only played two and a half chapters now, but it's... as a dungeon, as a Dungeons and Dragons person, like I'm talking about you, not me, because I hate Dungeons and Dragons. You is it <laughs> what you thought it would be in real life, but not real life? Do you know what I mean? Is it what is it a faithful is it a faithful representation of what Dungeons and Dragons is? Oh, I thought you were like, is this what you think is happening when you're playing Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> I was like, no. no. <laughs> I was like... Um, no, it is. It is very. I mean, clearly, the people that have made this have played Dungeons and Dragons a few times. It's very. It's very much got that feel of it, and it's definitely so far the best of the expansions for Borderlands Two. It's they've gone to a lot of effort to make the enemies very different and to add new gameplay elements to it. Uh, I just did a. I don't know if either of you have played Dark Souls. Oh, that's a tricky, tricky game. It's a very hard game, but uh, there's a there's a whole side mission that's just a little like homage to uh, Dark Souls. It's very good, and yeah, it's so far it's been absolutely amazing, and it's dealing with some of the heavier issues of the fallout at the end of Borderlands Two, which I won't spoil if you haven't got to the end yet. But it's yeah, it's got a sort of serious side to plot, and also because it's Tiny Tina leading the uh, storytelling. Yeah, it's got that element to it as well, and uh, it's absolutely brilliant. And uh, good. Yeah, I'm very much enjoying I, I it. I need to need to play the add-ons. I've got the season pass, so I've got everything. I just haven't played any of it yet. Does uh, this new DLC give you any new characters like the previous bits you can grab? No, offer? there's only been uh, one new character since Gage, which was the psycho character whose name has Craig. completely ah, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, Krieg. Uh, German for <laughs> war, but uh, <laughs> fans, fans, yeah, Krieg, Blitzkrieg, Lightning War, uh, uh, World War Two. It's very interesting, kids. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, no, there was no extra characters of it because Krieg was a separate download which didn't even come with a season pass. Which, admittedly, I say that like it's a bad thing. You got one character with a season pass and you also got the ultimate vault hunter mode which expanded you up to level 61 and 
all that jazz. There's been a lot extra in with the season pass that wasn't initially advertised, but sadly no new characters. I'd, uh, there's rumours that they might do a season two of extra DLC, which I I really hope they do because I could keep playing this game forever. So yeah, there you go. I could so, as well. Simon, Good. what have thou been playing? Well, I'm playing The Last of Us. Oh, um, I, I really want to play that. I still don't have it. So thanks, very, guys. very, 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 very good. I loved yeah. it. Um, it's got its enormous problems, though. Stealth could be improved a lot. Not not when from your playing it, but from AI, and not from the AI of enemies, but from your team. So you're walking around. Ellie is the girl character. Um, is with you. You go into this mansion pretty early on and then there's like these horrible uh they're called clickers and they're these type of infected that hear uh that's how they see it's all through sonar so you can't make a noise you gotta be super quiet but ellie Mm. just walks around that doesn't give a shit she's whistling (laughs) she's learning to whistle for the first portion of the game so she's like standing in front of one going like fucking ellie Sure. <laughs> you mean they're going to turn around, and, but they don't, and and um, because they're not listening for her, they're only listening for you. But it's so noticeable that it th- just threw me out of the experience completely, yeah. and I realised that's bad programming. Like they could have kept her out the way more. Um, yeah, and that ke- yeah, that just kept throwing me out of it because she does it all the way through the game, and it's not just her either. Because you get like uh, well, not secondary characters, but other characters just joining you so you've got like three mm. or four people running around at once and they're all getting in the way all the time um to the point where it, it it's so obvious that they would have seen them um and it just bothers me a little bit but other than that it's an awesome game and i won't ruin any of the story mm. um and that, i just the other day got new super luigi u which is just the expansion ah, pack for isn't that Mario. like 30 pounds on top of uh as a bit it's, of dlc essentially or is it Say a fully a fleshed DLC. game? It's seventeen pound. Um, oh, really? And it's it's Where a completely it's a complete new game. It's it's a whole every level in Mario Brothers U has been redone, um, ah. and you get to play through as Luigi. And Luigi plays very differently to Mario because he's he can jump higher, hover a little bit, and he's a lot slippier. And every level <laughs> has a hundred second time limit rather than three hundred. Oh, really? You've got to rush. It's it's re- it's really for people who are seasoned Mario players because it's really, really pardon me a bit. It's really hard, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's driving me mental. It's uh, but I love it. I love it. I, I can play Mario until I die. Um, so I'm really happy with it. Does that but, feature like a co-op mode like the previous Mario's had on the Wii? U? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Yes. So it's it's the side-scrolling one. So you can play as two Toads. But because Mario isn't actually in the game whatsoever. As like he doesn't exist. It's really bizarre. Um, you you play as a character called Nabba, I think his name is, um, who is just this guy who goes around stealing everything. He can't he can't use power ups. I don't think as a character, which is really stupid because huh. why would anyone want to play Mario and not have power ups? Yeah. Silly. You'd you'd hate <laughs> to be that guy. Uh, but yeah, it does it does have a co op. I've not played it. The only time I've played Mario Brothers U in co op, it just gets. It gets really hectic. I love it, but it's I, I don't think I could play through the whole game like that. I'd end up killing everyone. Has it got yeah. online co-op finally? Or have Nintendo no. still not done that? No. Okay. Yeah, there was no online co-op. They don't do things like that. No, I, I don't know why. <laughs> I, I read a quote, and this was, I think, in relation to 
Super Mario Brothers U, the first, not the expansion, but it was one of the big designers, Iwata. That sounds right. Uh huh. Uh, he was saying yep. that, oh well, I prefer having uh, the experience of someone sitting next to me and playing the game. I like playing with my children. I I I prefer that. And that does sort of say, well, it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. It's like, you know, you can have online co-op and local co-op. That's fine. You can still have yeah. that and play with people on the internet. I don't I don't see that's, why they're that's, that's dragging their feet on that. That was my biggest annoyance with Rayman Origins when that came out. It did the same thing. It was yeah. offline play only, but, you I know, the one everyone thing likes online play. With the Wii U as well, is it's got that little camera in it, so when you're playing with someone online, you can see their face in the corner. That seems like a really you, cool little feature. You should, you should go work at Nintendo. Suggest <laughs> him these ideas. Did you know guys? you've got a camera? You've got a camera in this pad. Just use it. Just use it for <laughs> online. Imagine that. Well, you could not? see your friend's face, <laughs> and you could even, you know, you could have it on the screen or on the TV. You could do what you like. You've got this whole have thing a going on. Wave. Say hello. Yeah, hello, friends. <laughs> you got a, you got a microphone in there as well. Yeah, you know you you can have fun on the internet. It's not just children being preyed upon. Don't don't worry. <laughs> I have to go and have a little put a little PowerPoint together. Go to Nintendo and say, look, you can have fun on the internet. The internet what are you doing? can be fine. <laughs> so, obviously, yes, we like restrictions, and you know you don't just want any random talking to you. But at the same time, yeah, yeah, you can have a little a little fun with your friends. That maybe just don't live in the same house. <laughs> well, uh, you've segued me there. Yes. <laughs> into, with Nintendo, houses and fun. Ah. Into Animal Crossing New Leaf, which, Sean, I believe you've been playing it as well. I have, and I've been playing a bit more than any other game, scarily enough, since it's come uh, out. It's, it's so addictive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's dangerous and addictive. Uh, so I, got, I bought it a week after it came out, so last yeah, Friday. It's been out two weeks now, hasn't it? I think I got um, it last Friday as well. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Towns must be aligned. <laughs> it's very demanding. And I guess, I mean, not in a bad way, but there's just a lot you you can upkeep, which yeah. is what makes it addictive. It's not like it's, you know, you got to keep playing it because you think something bad's going to happen. You just keep playing it because you just want to get better and have that yeah. kind of bigger community experience. I mean, that's one great thing I love about this yeah. current game. It's it's better with community. And most games say, oh, it's better with friends, but it literally is. Because um, you can have your own world where someone else would start off with something completely different. So it's all about the trading, all about the talking, talking about the game outside of the game. And it's just like, I guess when Pokemon first came out on the Game Boy Advance, oh, sorry, the Game Boy, and it was just, everyone was just talking about it and watching the show and it's just building a great kind of Nintendo community, which is what they do best. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. it, yeah. Like, I... I um, my first few days was just desperately trying to get fruit from everyone because all I had was pears when I started my town. What did okay. you have? I had peaches. Oh, you had peaches? Yeah. I've only just got peaches. I've got oh. all the fruit now, but it's been driving me mental trying to get them all. I got all the fruit. I say like there's hundreds. <laughs> there's like six fruit. <laughs> we should all together just get. Or we should get Chris the game first. Then we should just add each other yeah, and just, get, just feel free to get me the game. I also need a free DS. So if anyone wants to do that, <laughs> we can start a fund just up. for you, Chris. Look, you oh, can have the amazing. game. You're gonna have to figure out your own way to play it. I'm afraid. Damn it! Maybe you can like force it into a DS and see what happens. I uh, yeah, I do have a DSi. I could just there you go. cram That's it in. Just, Shave off that thing. little bit on the side that yeah. sort of sticks yeah. out a bit. It'll, it'll, it'll work. Yeah. Or a little thing will explode. Yeah, <laughs> one or the other. It's great. I've got my issues, though, with some of my villagers. Ooh. So this is what I don't like about the game. 
there's only one thing I don't like about the game, and he's called oh. Simon, and he's a monkey, and he lives in my town. So I. <gasps> I'm called Mayor Simon, and it tells me at the very beginning, what's your name? And then all the villages are randomly generated. Why did they not look at that and go, you know what? The mayor's called Simon. Let's not call one of the villagers Simon. But they did. So I've got this other <laughs> Simon in my town. I fucking hate him. He's, I'm trying my hardest to get rid of him without actually, uh, without actually going to the option in the mayor's office to say... I've got a problem with a villager. I'm not doing that. I am going to get him out on his own. So every day I'm sending him letters telling him how shit he is and that I hate him. And I've told him, like, change your name. You're more important than me. And he just, he's just so happy. And then I pushed, I've, I've dug holes around his house so he got stuck in his house. And every day I put a pitfall seed outside his front door. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to get him out of this village if it's the last thing I do. But I'm not going to do it through just choosing the option. That's the I best. hate him. That's the best flaw I've ever heard in a video game. That there's another me. It's annoying though. People will go, hey, so, oh, Simon, do you want to go over to Simon's house? I'm like, no, no, I don't, because you're not talking about me. What were you like during school when you came across someone else's got the same name well, as you? I was the only Simon in school, so. <laughs> oh, no. This is where it all began. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In a, in, this, in a small town in Wales, there weren't many Simons. So thankfully, I was the only one. I've just not come across this problem very much. I don't actually think I know... I know I know one of the Simon. He must die. <laughs> yeah, that's just like, have, what? Have, there's only six villages. Why would they call one of them Simon? And he's a really snobby monkey. Oh, is he? Is he really up in Yeah. Stuff? I started documenting the thing of how I'm going to get rid of him and take photos. About, um, I'm taking screenshots of everything he says to me. He said something really creepy to me the other day. So I was, um, I was at an all-you-can-eat Chinese restaurant in Soho mm-hmm. on, on Saturday, and um, I opened up my DS and I spoke to him because I was just waiting for Carl to go pay the bill or whatever. And he said <laughs> yeah. to me, "Have you ever been to an all-you-can-eat restaurant?" No way. <laughs> Simon, too. What are you doing to me? You're freaking me the hell out. I got a photo of it. Um, <laughs> but it's so scary. And like he sends me messages saying, oh, I didn't read your letter that you sent me. I just coloured it in all the vowels. No way. <laughs> He's, He's so rude. You, he doesn't care. He's like, oh, I've I read know. your letter and I've and... seen all the holes you're putting outside my house, but I'm going to ignore it and that's going to annoy you even more. <laughs> and he sent me another letter saying he fell asleep writing the letter to me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Screw this guy! I'm gonna get him out of my house. He is not putting up the game's probably rubbish. learned that you don't like this guy, so he's gonna yeah. do everything in his path to get in your nerves. It's gonna, it's gonna force your hand to kick him out. I'm gonna get rid of him. Every time someone else asks me what I think of him, as well, I say I don't like him. Wow. I hate this guy. <laughs> my villagers are not. But my my villagers all love him. And if someone says to me, "Hey, so I've got this delivery that you need to give to Simon," I don't give it to him. <laughs> oh, <right. No. laughs> oh, I'll take it off you, and I'll chuck it in the river. <laughs> it's the last thing I do. I will. I will get him out of my town. How have you found Animal Crossing, Sean? <laughs> On the flip side, it's been pretty pleasant. Yeah, there's no one called Sean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't. I can't really fault it in the same way Simon has because it's it's just too cute. It's pretty beautiful. Um, everyone's just adorable in the game, um, and just playing with other friends has been an eye opener. I always thought, oh, on my first day of playing Animal Crossing, I thought, okay, is this just it? I can't do much because the shop clops, the shops close at like ten o'clock at night. Yes. So it's like yeah, you right. can't do much after certain times, apart from just fishing and just 
grinding as you were doing like an RPG. Mm. But um, if you play with friends, you can still go and visit them. You can go to the houses, have like imaginary parties. Uh, you could do stuff with, and, and it's just imagination that just keeps going wilder and wilder uh, with the game. And it's it's pretty cool because I always thought it was just going to get limited after one. You've seen everything and. The fact that it works on a day-to-day basis in our current calendars means that every season we're going to get something new. Um, it generates something different every day as well. So different letters come to your house. We're talking with different like birthdays you might have to get gifts for. It's it sounds like it's a whole second life, but it actually is. But it's yeah. but it's it's adorable how it does it because I'm I mean I've had conversations with thirty-year-old grown men in the and just talking about Animal Crossing over anything rather than beers and you know real life sports just talk about Animal Crossing and it's pretty bonding. It's, Tom Nook <laughs> paying back my loans. It's the loans and the games. Like I've never had a apart from my student loan, I've had this mortgage in my house in the video game, and it's like I'm learning more life skills about life. In a video game, Dan in real life, and it's it's cool, and I just wish that everyone can experience it if they've got time for it anyway, because it is very demanding. <laughs> I like how you like applying learning about mortgages to real life. When in the game, you order a house and it's there the next day. True yeah. to life. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, but there's a lot of fishing it. going on in that game. It's a so whole lot fishing. of fishing. I've got a top tip. Go for it. Making lots of money because my record for the most, oh, the highest. You was, was telling yeah, me this the other day. Doubled it, doubled it, Chris. What? So, um, I the most I've got from selling at retail is one hundred and forty-one thousand, which I'm pretty proud of myself. But in one go, um, if you go to the island, after, okay. which, which sounds like lost. If you go to the <laughs> island after seven o'clock, Slenderman's riding a polar bear. <laughs> all the rare bugs appear on the palm trees, and uh, if you if you're really careful, you can sneak up to them and just completely fill your all your slots with uh with bugs and you go sell them all at the shop and then you get hundreds and thousands you, you can make like two hundred fifty thousand per trip which uh which pays off loans pretty quickly that's pretty cool i'm worried though that the fact that this island i've just unlocked it myself and this island just gives you so much money and i just don't want it to be like with most rpgs i play you get to a point where you have so much money that it's not an issue anymore so you don't have that kind of Problem. It hasn't been so far. I mean, I've I've just got a second floor in my house, and that's cost me three hundred thousand. And then as I, 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 house prices go like sky high, so yeah, I think I think you'll so, be. I don't, I don't think you'll ever have get to the point where you've uh, got too much money. Okay, so it kind of caters to kind of what you can. Get yeah. Easy. Okay, that's yeah. right. And then, and then you've got all the 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 public projects to build as well, on top cool. of all of that. Yeah. Get on top of it. I've got to buy, build this bloody bench. Buy a... <laughs> yeah. I did. I built a bench. I also built a suspension bridge Ooh. and a campsite. Oh. Excellent. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast which was done by a friend of mine the other day, Super Famicast, and he was talking about the fact that he works nights, so he never sees any of the shops open. <laughs> he just goes. Oh, no. He says he's been working nights for the last two weeks, and he oh, just goes into work. To... And he's just like, he needs... oh. <laughs> You need to get to the point where you can set ordinances and then you can tell your town to be a night owl town. I told oh, my really? town to be. Yeah, it can be a night owl town or an early worm town or a money-making town. Uh, money-making town. <laughs> I didn't go for any of those. I went for the beautiful town. Oh, <laughs> just basically... Because the, I, I assumed that the money would slowly be something that's not a problem and uh, I don't really mind the shops because it just gives you limitations and goals to see how fast you can do stuff. So the beautiful town of everyone just planting their own flowers, de-weeding all the grass and just keeping it looking beautiful. Because 
I didn't even yeah. know that one was an option. <laughs> All right, just all money, money. money. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's just the money thing sounds cool, but I'd assume that in the longer run, the money wouldn't be as hard to gain after a while. Whereas I've heard problems with the previous Animal Crossing on a GameCube and the one on the DS. There's loads of people leaving the games for weeks and finding the towns full of weeds, and it just becomes more of a chore and doesn't become you know fun. So that's what. Hey, all the villagers can do it themselves, and they always complain that it's not green enough. So they're going to be basically solving their own problems by planting new stuff. And nice. so I just thought, yeah, this is just going to work in the long run. You convinced me. I need to go and change it now to the beautiful one. Which we'll earn your money first, and then you can <laughs> probably yeah. do it. Okay. Oh, I have to keep swapping between them. Cost me twenty grand each time. It's <laughs> like what five? Animal bucks, Crossing. <laughs> oh, you bane of our lives. We love you so much. <laughs> What have you been playing, Sean? Uh, I've recently just uh, finished Remember Me, Capcom's oh. Remember Me. Uh, yes, it's it's a it's a beautiful game. Uh, it's set in Neo Paris in the in the very far future. Um, the main aspect of the game is everyone has this uh, this kind of tool that lets your memories be stored. Uh, it can be kind of removed as well. So you play this woman called uh, Nilan, who is a kind of a memory re- remixer. So she basically can change your history or what you remember it to be. Um, yeah. Which is cool. It plays on the name, obviously, Remember Me. And there's loads of titles that you come across that kind of gets a bit weird after a while because they keep talking about the title of the game, which I always find was a bit weird in films anyway in general. But yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful game. It's it's It collides a lot of genres together, which gets a bit in the way sometimes so it, the main aspect is basically is a um, it's like a beat 'em up. So uh, you have four combos that you eventually get, which you can kind of tweak every single move within it. So you can have it do more uh, power. You can make it recharge your health. Uh, you can make it kind of cool down some of your special moves, and you can kind of tailor it to different enemies and different kind of fights. So it can always be a bit different. Um, but at the same time, it's also a platformer, um, as and it doesn't kind of feel like it kind of does justice to every genre it's trying to do. So. Um, I feel if there was to be a sequel, uh, maybe let's expand a bit more on it. But apart from that, it's it's. I'm not putting it down. It's a, it's a great looking game. Uh, the it artwork. Does, it looks really nice. Yeah. It's. Re- I mean, when I was looking, for most games I don't really look through the artwork in the galleries after you completed. But it's, apart from Deus Ex, this is the next game that's kind of kind of gripped me outside of the game itself because it looks like they put a lot of time and effort into it, and it's very believable. So that's got my thumbs up anyway. The fact that it's nothing too far fetched and it's kind of cool and a nice mm. little step away. And it's a brand new IP, so I'm always in favour of anything that does it and does it well. So, yeah, yeah, it's been fun. I, I think I'm gonna have to try that one out because it did look really interesting. I remember seeing the little trailer a little while back where it showed her uh, like in some guy's memories and uh, convincing him that he killed his wife or something. This was the very first thing they showed of it a little while ago, so that's not too much of a spoiler. But yeah. that that looked amazing. Like I remember seeing that and just being like, "Ooh, that's yeah. very interesting." Well, th- I mean. The other great thing about the game is this memory remixes that you just kind of touched on the fact that you can look through someone's memory. It's, I think it's fixed, so there's only like a handful of them in the whole game. But you can kind of tweak what people um, have done. So if someone's got an agenda, you can kind of tweak it so that they lose their idea. Or if someone's coming to kill you because you dated something to some member of some family, you can kind of kill that family member or make them kill that family member so it's like oh well why am i still after you now it's, so, it was me that did it yeah do, do you get to choose what they remember or is that set by well, the game 
So it's 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 a bit linear on what they want you to do. So if, uh, from the example uh, Chris gave, it's basically this guy. I think he was trying to um, stop his wife from leaving, and the yeah, goal was it. to basically make the guy kill the wife. So he he would. Uh, I think the story was that he he has a problem with his wife because he left her, and you wanted him to feel that he's lost his wife. So in the in the memory, your your aim is to make him kill his wife by accident. So you can kind of tweak the gun that he's playing about with in the story to take the safety off. So when he throws it, it actually fires as one of the examples. Um, but there's only one way of doing it. But there's so many different options within the memory. So you, most of the times you might make him kill himself by accident. So it's just kind of puzzling right. this piece together, which is beautiful. I would have loved to see more about it in the game because it just reminded me of. Uh, a bit like Blade Runner in a way is this kind mm. of delving into those stories uh, do you remember that that console they had in Blade Runner where you could kind of yeah. look into an image and it can kind of bend around corners or look and it keeps just magnifying it's just the, the depth that they had in that um, that was exactly what it made me think of the way everything looked I was sort of like ah oh, it's like Blade Runner but the world looks nice rather than horrible yeah it's, it's, it's a good compliment that because I love Blade Runner myself what else have I been playing um, well so I've basically picked up uh, Fable 3. It's pretty old now, 2010, but it's for uh, oh, really? it's free. Yeah, 2010 three was... Three years ago. I know, it's crazy. But, and it's free now on the uh, Xbox. It doesn't have to be a gold member to get it. So I just thought, hey, I've never played a Fable. It's really bad. I haven't really played a Fable game, and I've jumped straight into this one. But um, the reason... Oh, I haven't played them either. <laughs> yeah, you don't, have to, you don't have to have played the last one. They're always set hundreds of years after the previous, so... Yeah. Well, I've heard that this one is uh, set just a generation after the second yeah, one because you play yeah. the son or the daughter of your character from the second game, which I always thought is cool, but it's not going to make me want to go and buy it. Um, I didn't really get interested in Fable because I always thought it was for kids and just picking <laughs> this game up, it's actually not. It's pretty adult, come to think of it. And um, I mean, it's not one of Peter Molyneux's finest, but I can see where he was going with it. And the story's pretty cool, so... Yeah, and it has co-op, which is the best thing in any video game, in my personal opinion. I would so, agree. Yeah, and you can have kids with you know your friends online. You can uh, trade stuff. You can visit each other. It's the same thing like Animal Crossing. Just I just love the whole community side of video games. So any game that you can trade or you know hand over stuff or interact and make the game bigger and better gets my thumbs up anyway. But yeah, Lovely. that's fate. That's Fable 3 in a nutshell. It's probably old news, so probably not much to go into. <laughs> I, I got it for free, and I'm playing through it again for a second time. And yeah, I'm still enjoying it. It's not as good as Fable 2. I would advise giving that one a go. I got a lot of enjoyment out of Fable 2. But uh, Fable 3 is good. Solid game. And for free, I mean, you really can't go wrong. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, what was it about Fable 2 that you love? Because everyone said that that's the best one, but I've never touched it. It's a slightly less linear story in as slightly less linear as fable can be uh it's feels like a bigger world it feels like a bigger plot in a way even though the plot of fable 3 is obviously like some huge sort of world ending idea but i don't know fable 2 it just felt it felt like a bigger game and at the same time it felt more personal and uh, yeah, I got a lot. I got a lot of enjoyment out of Fable Two. Like I say, if, if I was to recommend a Fable game, I would generally recommend Fable Two. And they've got the first one that's been made into a HD remake, yes. aren't they? I'm so, very much looking forward to that. Another chance to grab the first two. So yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> You're gonna play them in reverse order. <laughs> hey, it works. They they can work in any order, really, which is what's quite good about them. It's like the Star Wars films. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> 
just like the Star Wars film. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I as assume. much as if you watched Return of the Jedi first, <laughs> it probably wouldn't. That's literally based on the fact that I know that four, five, six came out, and then one, two, three. I don't know uh, what happens in. <laughs> Fair enough. Why is it when I'm on this show, Chris, I come across really like oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I shall say yeah. that it's been good. It's been good talking to you guys, and uh, we'll hopefully see you on the podcast again soon. So, bye, bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> there you go. Game and Talk will be back again in about a week with some new guests, but until then, friends, be sure to follow this week's guests on Twitter. Simon can be found at Chongster62 and Sean at Sean Labode. You can find me on Twitter at Chris Slight, and my videos and writing can be found on chrisslightgames.tumblr.com. Album artwork was provided by Leanne Wade, who can be found on Twitter at HayLemonade. The intro music was Grace by the Devin Townsend Project, and this outro is Little Pig, also by the Devin Townsend Project. Both can be found on the album Epicloud, and all copyrights belong to Heavy Devi Records and Inside Out Music. Later days, friends. <laughs>